This is Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, February the 21st, 2021, with our senior pastor, Reverend Jerry Barbie. Tonight's message is, do you have a situation? We'll start off with the praise team. They'll start off with, I feel like traveling on.
testimony right quick. You just, just can't hold it no longer. You just got to let it out. <laughs> I expect everybody to jump up. Lord, I don't know about you, but I have enjoyed this beautiful day. There's been no rain. Not that I'm against the rain, but I've enjoyed this day. No rain. And I, they tell me it's coming back tomorrow. But I guess rain's better than ice. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a situation tonight? Do you have a situation tonight? That's what we'll be talking about. A situation. Exodus chapter number 14. Verses 8 through 10. And then verses 13 and 14. The Bible said, And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with an high land. I wore the high hand, I mean. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. What God did here in this situation with Pharaoh, he let Pharaoh do exactly what Pharaoh wanted to do. Uh, you know, you see, well, why did God harden the heart of Pharaoh? God really didn't. It's, 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 when you look into this, you search this out, you study this out, it ain't that God made Pharaoh's heart hard. It was that Pharaoh had a hard heart and God just let him do what he wanted to do. So that's what happened here. Pharaoh, uh, king of Egypt, pursued after the children of Israel after he turned them loose, after he let them go. And the children of Israel went out within high land. 
by the Egyptians are high hand, and by the Egyptians pursued after them, but the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea beside Pharaoth before Belzephon. I know I didn't say that right. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Now, they got a situation here. Verse 13 says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, just hold it, just be still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Now Moses is, right now is telling the people, he's, he's trusting God. He's just saying, look folks, they don't need to be afraid. Because Moses just felt that God was going to come on the scene. He knew God was going to come on the scene. He said, just fear not, just stand still, just be, just be calm and see the salvation of the Lord. Because what you're seeing right now, these that's coming after you right now, the enemy that's coming after you right now, you won't see them ever again no more. Verse 14 says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. I'm really glad to know that God's going to fight for you tonight. Amen. I don't care whatever situation you are. If you have a situation tonight, God will fight for you. You shall, you, ye shall hold your peace. Just be calm. Don't, don't let fear overtake you. Don't let anxiety just grab a hold of you. Just hold on, be calm, and let God do what he wants to do. You see, it seems old Moses and the children of Israel to have a situation, a situation that certainly wasn't anticipated. When they left Egypt, everything was going good. One could say they got off to a good start. Because they were loaded with supplies and the hand of God was with them. When the Egyptians pulled out, when the, when the, Israel, when the children of Israel pulled out, out of Egypt, they were loaded down. The Egyptians gave them everything they needed. They gave them gold, they gave them silver, they gave them clothes, they gave them food. They just loaded them down with everything they needed to supply. So they got off to a good start and everything was going their way. They were on their way to the promised land and they weren't, they weren't going to look back. The Bible says there was not, not a feeble one among them. Out of all the children of Israel, the Bible says there was not one feeble one, one among them. And God gave them supernatural strength to make the journey. God was with them all the way through this thing. It sure looked like smooth sailing with just a few days before they would step their feet into the, onto the promised land that they were promised. But then they came to the great Red Sea. They certainly didn't expect any troubles along the way, none at all. They thought they're going to leave Egypt. Everything's going to be good in just a few days. They're going to be over in the promised land where they were going. That's where their heart was. That's where their mind was. That's what they were looking to. But they, there was troubles there. There's something that became their way. And they certainly didn't expect any troubles along the way. But here they were facing a situation. The Red Sea was in front of them blocking their progress. The wilderness was on both sides of them. And now Pharaoh's army was bearing down on them from behind. They were surrounded all the way. Well, nothing they could do, couldn't go nowhere. They were sitting ducks with nowhere to go. They certainly had a situation going on at this particular moment and they had no earthly idea what to do. They, they, just, they, just, they were just there frozen. I looked up the word situation and sure enough, I found something very interesting. The word means a combination of circumstances at a given time. 
Oh, Moses sure had combination of circumstances. Another meaning is a condition or position in which you find yourself, talking about the situation. Moses sure found himself in a frightened uh, situation. Another meaning is a complex or critical or unusual difficulty. Talking about a situation. I would be willing to say Moses was in a complex, critical, and unusual situation at this particular moment. And the people were scared. They cried out to God. Have you noticed all the time throughout the Bible when people get afraid, when fear comes on them, the first thing they do is they cry out to God. In the meantime, though, while everything's smooth sailing and everything's going their way, they're all tickled to death and happy. They ain't got no use for God. They don't ever talk to God. They don't hardly pray to God. Don't do anything. But when they find themselves in a fearful situation, when they find themselves in a situation, they just automatically, they begin to cry out to God because they know God is where their help is coming from. Amen? What are we going to do? Where are we going to be? We're going to be disposed of uh, right here on the spot. Would to God, they said, we had stayed in Egypt and all of this would, would have never happened. If we'd have stayed in Egypt, we'd have stayed slaves, we'd have kept building bricks, we'd have kept doing everything they wanted to do, and none of this would have happened. But now here we are out here, and right now, right where we are right now, we're going to be disposed of right here on the spot. That's what they were thinking. But Moses said, fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord which he will show you today for the Egyptians whom you have seen today you shall see them again no more forever is what Moses said we may be in a situation here tonight right here where we are we may have a complex difficulty this may look critical but the same God that led us out of Egypt in the same, is the same God over our present situation in the world we're living in right now America's in trouble amen this pandemic has got the world all over it's not America thing it's a, it's a worldwide thing and it's a controlling thing but can I tell you something? The same God that brought them out of Egypt, he's the same God's going to bring us out of this situation and I believe we're going to be sitting on top in total victory with God because no situation is too complex for God, no difficulty is too hard for God, and no predicament is too complicated for God. God knows what to do and when to do and how to do it when it all comes to take place with us tonight. Amen? God's able. God took this situation Turned it into an opportunity for the people of Israel to, to experience the delivering power of God. Do you have a situation tonight, right now? Are you facing extreme difficulty? Are the odds stacked against you tonight? Have you found yourself in a, in a set of complex circumstances you can see no way out? Fear not. That's what Moses told the children of Israel. That's what God's telling us today. Fear not. Just stand still and see the salvation of your God. For God will make a way for you. As I said this morning, there's nothing you ever be faced, nothing that will ever come against you, that God will not make a way of escape for you tonight. Amen? Isaiah 43 and 2. When thou passest through the waters... I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. God is always with us tonight. Amen? God will be there. There were three Hebrew boys named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You believe they had a situation? 
They had a situation, either bow down and worship the image the king had set up or bow or be thrown into the red hot fiery furnace. We know the story very well. Now that was a set of circumstances. They had a situation on their hands. To the normal person, that would not have been a problem. Amen? That, 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 that would have been a problem, I mean. Man, I'm not going to burn. I'm going to bow down to the idol. That's what everybody did in that situation that were there. Every one of them bowed down except three boys, three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were the only three that did not bow. What happened? Some busybodies there said, hey, king, you got three back there that didn't bow down. What you going to do about it? Going to put them in the fire furnace. That's what we said. I mean, no, there's always somebody looking at you. Somebody's always studying you. Somebody's always trying to just to, just to pick something out on you. There was only three. But when they bowed down, you know, when you bow down, you put your face down. But I guarantee there were some folks bowing down looking around to see who else won't bow down. And they saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they brought it to the king. Amen? But to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego bowing down to the image meant betrayal to their God. No, no, we're not going to betray God. They could not do that. They were serving a living God, not some dumb idol. That's what they were. They were in a situation here, but they knew what they must do. Daniel 3.16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand Oh, king. They said, king, you don't make no difference. Either God's going to deliver us out of the fire or he's going to deliver us out of your hands. It don't matter. Then verse 18, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. We're going to serve God regardless what happens. We're going to stick with God because we know who God is tonight. Amen. We all know how this story turns out. They were thrown into the fire furnace, but something unusual happened. They didn't burn. They didn't even get scorched. How many has ever, how many has ever done something and you have fire and it, and it swings the hair on your hand or your arm? I was messing with a grill here last year and I was changing the tank. I had lit the grill and it went out. So I said, well, it's out of gas. So what I did I just reached down and I started taking the, the nozzle off the tank and all of a sudden it started fizzing Psh, like that. And I said, uh-oh. And I'll be honest with you tonight, it's, it, it, and this is exactly what happened. The thought come to my mind. I said to myself, this thing could catch on fire. And immediately when I, and I'm serious, when I thought to myself, this thing could catch on fire, and I was talking to myself, uh, my wife says, you got where you do that quite a bit. Well, you know, I talk to myself because I want to know what I'm doing. But I, was, I said to myself, I said, this thing could catch on fire. And as soon as I said fire, poosh, I'm talking about a cloud of fire was around me. It swings my hair, my eyebrows, all the way around my hair. It swings it all the way. It burnt my hand kind of bad. And my, you remember, if you remember some time ago, I had my arm was in a bandage. It was burnt bad. Uh, that's what happened. I'm telling you something. These boys went in the fire furnace. Uh, they want a hair on them singed. They didn't even smell like smoke when they came out. Uh, and when the king looked down, he was surprised. Uh, he said, did we not throw three in? They said, yeah. He said, but let me tell you something. There's something down there with them. Uh, somebody's with them. And it looks like there's some man. Uh, I'm going to tell you something this morning. Uh, tonight, my 
my friend. You won't walk through nothing by yourself. If you've got God on your side, God's with you. And what we sang while ago was saved by grace. If you're saved tonight, I'm going to tell you something tonight. You'll never be alone. You'll never be by yourself. I don't care what the situation is. He's always right there with you. Just stand still and just say, Father, what do I need to do? And he'll give you direction what to do. He'll give you the strength you need. He'll give you the, he'll give you the guidance you need. He'll counsel you whatever you need. Whatever you need, God will be right there in the midst of your situation. I know that for that without a doubt because the Bible tells me so and that's the absolute truth. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Can I get an amen? So we know how the story goes. They didn't burn. Again, God turned the situation into an opportunity to see the saving power of God. Are you facing situations, except your, except your situation is facing some fire trial or tribulation? You didn't ask to be placed in a situation, but you found yourself there. There have been times I found myself in situations that I didn't ask for. I didn't do anything to get it. It just happened. It was just, it was just something that came along and it just took place there. Amen. Uh, but there have been times in my life uh, that I've done things that, oh no, uh, I shouldn't have done that. I have to back up and regroup. Uh, but sometimes it just happens. Uh, you're facing circumstances uh, beyond your control. Uh, maybe your situation is some affliction uh, that is trying, trying your faith. Uh, um, adversity has knocked on your door and there's no place for you to hide but listen to me tonight in 1 Peter 1 and 7 that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that that perisheth though it be tried with fire might it be found might be found unto the praise and the honor and the glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ tonight my friend there's going to be times that you and I are tried but when we are tried we need to come out as pure gold that God has brought us through. We know he'll bring us through tonight. Amen. Glory. You see, God desires to take your situation and cause it to be found unto praise and honor and glory. How many believe tonight that those three Hebrew boys when they came out of the fire? How many believe they came out praising and worshiping and glorifying God? Not even the smell of smoke was on them. Oh, King, we told you God was going to deliver either from the fire or one way or the other, he's going to lead us out of your hands. Look at old Daniel. Daniel got himself into a situation, didn't he? He didn't do anything wrong. He was dedicated with his prayer life. He, he had dedicated himself to serving God. Daniel doing everything he was supposed to do. Yet there he stood facing a whole room full of hungry lions. But God turned his situation into victory. Amen. It's like I said, it's always some busybodies. They, they, they had the king to write a degree. No, you can't pray. Daniel prayed three times a day. Went to the window, opened it up, and prayed towards Jerusalem. There's some busybodies watching that, watching, watching him, watching Daniel. And they were watching him and seeing what he was doing because they knew he was a praying man. And they knew that they, and the only reason they'd done that for the king to do that so they could have something against they have something against Daniel. So they knew what he was going to do. They knew he was dedicated to God. They knew he wouldn't fail. So three times a day he still prayed. And what they do, they went to the king and said, King, this is what's happening. You got one still praying. You got one still doing what you said not to do. So now he's got to go into the lion's den. Well, go into the lion's den if you want to. God's going to bring you out every time the devil brings something against you. God's going to bring you out. I got news for you, my friend. When the devil's intended to bring you out, God's going to keep you in. Just keep your faith in him and everything you're going through tonight. Amen. David had a situation. 
He found himself in an unusual predicament facing down a great, a great Philistine, a giant Philistine loaded down with body armor. Yeah, that's what he had. Amen. But God turned this situation into a victory for the Israelites of that day. The disciples found themselves in a, in a complex set of circumstances one time. Their situation was complex and critical. They, they, to, see that, to say the least, a fierce, a fierce storm was straightening their lives. Out in the sea, with bolsters waves beating against their vessel, the wind was violent and turbulent. It sure looked like as though they would surely sink to the bottom of the sea but what happened? God came through their set of circumstances seemed hopeless but Jesus turned their situation into deliverance tonight Jesus can turn your situation into deliverance tonight for he came to their rescue walking on the water somebody shout praise the Lord he'll come walking to you tonight also walking on the water Wherever you are, whatever, whatever, whatever storm you're in, he's there. He spoke the word, and the winds and the waves became calm. Gone. All you got to do is let him speak the word in your life tonight. Let him minister to you. Have you ever been threatened by the winds of diverse circumstances in your life? Your situation was as hopeless as the condition of those disciples in that little ship. You thought all hope was gone, and you were going under. I ain't got nowhere to go to do. I'm going on under. But, but, oh, but my friend, let me tell you something. When you cry out to God in faith, trust him. He will come walking on top of those circumstances. He will use your complex and critical situation to show you his power to save and to deliver you and to set you free tonight. God will move in the midst of your situation. Amen. Then Paul and Silas found themselves in a situation. They'd been preaching the gospel. They were doing what Jesus had commanded them to do. Now, can you imagine doing everything the Lord wants you to do? You're doing it. You're doing exactly what God wants. And then you find yourself in a situation. Yet they found themselves in jail by preaching the word in jail. They'd been beaten with a whip. They were cold. They were miserable and in agonizing, excruciating pain. That's where they were. That's where they found themselves for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. They didn't have to be there. No one had forced them to follow Jesus. They had come. They, had, they, they could have remained in Judaism, Judaism and been safe from religious persecutions. They could have. But here they sat in a cold, dark prison, their backs bleeding and their hands and their feet bound with shackles. Their situation was critical. Their situation was not fair. Their situation was uncalled for. But what did they do? They began singing and praising and glorifying God at midnight. How many know you can praise your way out of a situation? They didn't sit, no, they didn't sing gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. No, they won't sing that. I mean, remember the old hee-haw, no, the old hee-haw show. They sing that every week. Man, them folks was in bad shape. No, that ain't what they were singing. 
they began singing a song of praise. Even though they were bound, their situation looked gr grim, they sang a song of praise. I just feel like tonight they begin to sing prayer bells of heaven, how sweetly the sound. I believe they begin to sing songs like that. I'm talking about songs in our day that they had. That's what we would have been singing. I believe they'd have been singing saved by grace. Everything's gonna be all right. He's gonna bring me through. Amen. They won't sing. They won't all despair. They knew the God they served. They didn't deserve to be in jail. They didn't deserve to be beat. They didn't deserve all those things. But yet, Paul considered himself a lot of times. He considered himself that he was he was blessed to be able to even be 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 uh, be persecuted for the for the gospel's sake. He counted himself blessed to be that to be persecuted. Paul said, "I'm blessed because I I, I feel honored that I'm being persecuted for the gospel's sake." You say, Jesus tonight, He will see you through. Psalms 28 said, "The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in Him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise Him." Somebody needs to shout, "Praise the Lord tonight!" We need to start praising and glorifying God. We need to be getting out of our car when we walk across the parking lot, praising and glorifying God. Amen. Psalms 564, in God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. <clears throat> Verse 69 and 30, the Bible says, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. Somebody knows we ought to be praising God continuously. Amen. At midnight, they begin to praise, they begins praising God in the midst of their situation. The other prisoners heard them. They sang aloud. They ignored their situation and began to give God praise. What tonight is your extreme situation tonight? What are your complex circumstances? What are your critical difficulties? Some of us tonight may be in a situation that seems hopeless. You may have already resigned yourself to defeat. But my friend, let me tell you something. The word defeat should not even be in the vocabulary of a child of God because in Jesus we'll never defeated in Jesus. We always are or have victory tonight. We're walking on top of the water always with Jesus Christ. Amen? But my friend, whatever your situation, God has the answer. He knows the way out. He knows the way through and he has, he has the solution tonight. Amen? Do you have a situation tonight? God is greater than your situation. He is bigger than all of your circumstances. Somebody say God's bigger. God's greater. Amen. You may be here tonight or watching tonight with a situation you don't know how to handle. You may feel you're going under for the last time. But God still specializes in solutions for situations. That's what God specializes in. Situations come in all sizes. We find ourselves in a situation we have caused ourselves. We, we are sometimes drawn into situations uh, by others. And then sometimes uh, life just hurls one through one tough situation after another into our pathway that we don't have no control over. But 1 John 4 and 4. Brother David, y'all get ready to come. I'm finishing. But 1 John 4 and 4. Ye are of God, little children. Somebody say, I am of God. You are of God, little children. 
and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm just glad to know greater is he that's in me tonight, a greater is he that's in you than any situation that you're looking at, any situation in this world, anything the devil brings your way tonight, greater are you than anything the devil has because of the strength of God, because God is going to bless you and bring you through. Through Jesus Christ, you can take control of your situation through Jesus Christ. There's nothing tonight that God can't take care of if you can just trust him with it. How many can trust the Lord with it tonight? You see, some people have a hard time trusting God with it. They don't think, they think God needs some help. Mm, God don't need no help. Amen. We the one that need help. And if we'll just trust him, he'll give us the help we need. Whatever is trying to hinder you, and notice I said trying tonight, whatever is trying to hinder you tonight, whatever it is, you just let it go and give it to God, and he will deliver you in Jesus' name. Just let it go. It's hard to let it go, ain't it? It's hard to just turn it loose. Because sometimes when we turn it loose, before we can get away from it, we've already grabbed it back. No, no, no. Just tell God, God, open your hand. I've got something I want to give you. Then just lay it in the hands of God. Tell God to close his hands up on it real tight so you can't pull it back. And just let God have it. And then just watch what the Lord does. And listen to God as he leads you through whatever the situation that you're facing, whatever the situation is you're going through. Listen to God as he gives you the, the right direction to go and walk where he wants you to walk and do what he wants you to do. If you want to come, then now's the time to just give it to the Lord. Can I get an amen? Everybody stand to your feet tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, surely tonight there's a lot of situations going on around about us. Father, some of us are walking through situations right now, God. Father, we're looking, we're seeking, we're seeking the direction of God, Lord, of what we need to do, Father, to get over and under and around these situations, God. Because either you're going to bring us through it, you're going to bring us around it, or you're going to bring us over it, Lord. We'll never go under. We're always going to be going over in Jesus' precious name. So, Father, whatever the situation be, for those that are watching tonight by television, those that are watching by internet, those that are listening to us, Lord, wherever they may be, Father, Father, Lord, whatever the situation is tonight, God, I fully believe huh, that's what the word of God tells us tonight, God. It don't matter what, what comes or goes. Amen. If, 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 if we are serving God, huh, we know that he's able, Lord, to do all these things, Lord, and set us free tonight. Huh. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be concerned uh, about what the flesh can do huh, because God's going to help us overcome anything the enemy brings our way. He's going to help us overcome anything the devil tries to, tries to hinder us with huh, because with God, all things are possible. There's nothing impossible with God. So, Father, tonight, uh, as you brought the children of Israel out of their situations, uh, as you brought Daniel out of his situation, uh, as you brought David out of that situation, even the, even the, the, the three Hebrew children, uh, Lord, as you brought them out of their situations, uh, and Master David was facing some tough situations. Uh, Paul and Silas in jail, Lord, in their situation, uh, that was some tough times. Uh, that was some tough situations, God. Uh, but, Father, you showed us, you proved to us uh, in the word of God through their testimony uh, and what they shared with us. Lord from their heart God how you delivered them and you set them free and how you helped them overcome all those situations Lord of all those painful things they went through and all the things they had to face all they did was kept their faith in God they stood still like Moses said don't be afraid just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord Father help us help the church today Lord Father around the world to just stand still today keep faith in God that God's going to bring us through all these situations 
and Jesus soon coming and we're going to overcome and have total victory in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise and glory for all you've done and all you're going to do. And Lord, right now, we thank you again as we just praise your holy name in the precious name of Jesus. We let it all go to you because, Father, you're the one that we look to. You're the one we trust. You're the one that's going to lead us out. You're the one, Lord, that's going to bring us home. So, Father, in Jesus' name tonight, have your way in this place and help us all, Lord, to be obedient in Christ's name. And everybody said, amen. amen. If you're here tonight and you have a situation, Brother David, let's worship the Lord. I'm blessed tonight. I am blessed. I'm blessed tonight. I am blessed every day. watching the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, a church you can call home with people you can call family. The Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church is located on 112 East Blanche Street. We welcome you to come and join us in worship every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m., every Sunday night at 6 p.m., and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Don't forget, if you can't join us in person, you can always join us via the internet through the website at pinelevelphc.org. You can watch our services, check out upcoming events, and lots more there at the website. You can also check out our app through Google Play or iOS App Store. Download the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church app. It's free to use, free to download. You can watch our services live or on demand. Check out other things about the church, even donate to the church through the link. If you have a Facebook account, go to facebook.com forward slash Pine Level PHC. Get notifications when we go live. Check out pictures and other upcoming events about our church. Just like our Facebook page, that's all you have to do. Also, YouTube is available for the YouTube subscribers. Search YouTube for Pine Level PH Church. Subscribe to our channel. Get notifications when we go live. You watch our services live or on demand. Don't forget, if you can't watch us, maybe you want to listen. Search for our podcast through your favorite podcast provider and listen to the services anywhere in the world. 
Don't forget about our new radio station. Go to our website or app for the quick link. And you can also just simply type in pineapplephc.org forward slash radio. Radio stations playing good gospel music 24-7. Also, lots of other programming is available for your enjoyment. So if you want to check that out, do so anytime and listen with friends around the world. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, I'm Joey Perry. We hope to see you soon here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church.